welcome back episode number 95 of the New York Pages podcast in partnership with Inside the Rink. I'm your host, Jacob Berkowitz, and I'm alongside my co-host, Brett. And it's Labor Day weekend, very slow, but hey, there is Rangers hockey this month. We're going to break down, discuss the kids, offer near expectations and all that. But first, just want to let you guys know to go to insidetherink.com slash ESPN to subscribe to ESPN Plus to watch games and more. And yeah, let's get to it. And we are back. Brett, how's it going? So good, man. Life, I just, you know, I just feel like every moment I wake up just renewed with this energy and optimism that everything's going to work out for the best because it always has and it always will, right? That's 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 the way always, it goes. Always, never. You know, I was really a lot, ha- I realized this today, I was a lot happier a couple of years ago when when all my problems were my fault. I, I actually, that was a lot better because at least then it was like, hey, this is what I can do to fix my problems and get myself out of it. But lately it's been the opposite. Not that I, yeah, I feel like I've been doing things the right way, but then still just getting things not going well. And I'm like, well, I can't even do anything. This wasn't. At least there's Rangers hockey this month, which you can There is Rangers hockey this, this month. We, I mean, there's optimism on the horizon. We got Rangers hockey this month. That's cool. We got football. Coming back next weekend, which is just going to be fantastic. Um, I'm in a New York Rangers uh, a Twitter fantasy football league with uh, with uh, the commissioner is Lou Lou Giordano. He's the he's the commissioner of the league. Um, I guess he, I don't think he listens to this podcast, but if he does, I'd say his team is just garbage, trash. I can't wait to mow him down this year. Um, but yeah, there's some there's some good guys uh, in the league. It's really fun. Um, they've let me get away with absolute murder, though. I mean, my lineup. I look at it and I'm like, you guys, what are you doing? How did you let me get this? Um, so I'm looking really, really forward to uh, uh, to next week. So yeah, things will get better. Things will get better. But yeah, man, uh, I'm dragging out my own personal life stuff here because like, dude. What do we have to talk about? There's, there's, there's like no news. You would think a September podcast would be easier than an August podcast. Yet, not yet first week of co- September. Yet, yet, yet it's the, the complete opposite. This is the worst. And it's like you think we'd have, we'd be excited because like what? It's been four months. No, it hasn't been that long. It's been like three, three months. months, right? June. No, four months. They ended in May for May first, so May, June, July, August. Four months. Damn, has it really been that long? I, I I don't think that should be a lap. Like, what what else am I supposed to do? It's been absolutely yeah. brutal. Get into baseball, I guess. Just my recommendation is don't be a Mets fan if you do that. Because that's what I was looking forward to. I was like, all right, the offseason. I'm like, I'll have the Mets. No, no, you won't. Have that payroll. Have have uh, be sellers at the deadline because the season was so tanked. I mean, uh, I've seen like four games this year. Uh yeah no we we desperately need uh desperately need hockey to come back football coming back I mean I know you don't watch football at all you you, you don't even have a team do you Giants that's about it Giants that's about it I I only follow hockey I only have one sport one sports team that breaks my heart I don't I don't need more than that that alone you... drives me insane I, why why would I add another one if I would it would be baseball because then I'd have the summer months covered. Yep. Yes, like you that, would. That would be the only reason. But anyway, I 
I saw on Twitter and every, uh, well, well, I, you know, it's good. I'm calling it Twitter. I'm still calling it Twitter. I'm calling it Twitter in here. That's it. Yeah, you know, it's Twitter. I'm not fucking it, calling it. I'm not, I'm not calling it that. You know, I, I'm calling no, it Twitter. Twitter. That's it. There are people saying, you know, they're very cautious or, you know, watching their football team. Once the Rangers get going, then they'll get into it. Or I, I, I don't know. It's just, I guess, obviously, the series versus the Devils really struck home, you know, for all of us. And what is your optimism headed into this season i mean honestly i mean i mean i really I, I fully expect this i mean this is probably something you shouldn't say as a new york rangers podcast host to be like nah, eh, this season ain't it I, 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 but that's how i feel honestly is like this team isn't it it's not i don't i don't think it is i mean like should everything go our way and jesse stands on his head yeah we have a shot and i can't wait to watch him but I, I, you know, I look at the roster. I just, I don't think this is the team that's going to do it. I think there's one, if not two, better teams in, in our division alone. Um, and I, I, you know, our hands are tied until we can get some cap relief to to make some moves and kind of reconstruct, you know, what we need. But I mean, Kako and 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 Lafreniere being disappointments i mean that that's i mean it's just everything it's just everything. i mean at least though like i don't know about you but confidence wise i think capo's got to break out and i know we say that every year but he has improved he has improved his skating everything he's improved all the aspects of the game except for the one that he needs to actually do which is put the puck in the net but i'm, I'm just i'm not convinced on that like he is getting better and better and the sense is he's going to figure it out while with lafreniere i get it it's been kind of a flat line for a bit so I understand there's, you know, less optimism there. I also feel, though, that yeah. because the Rangers always take shortcuts, whether it's a massive free agent signing, whether it's a big trade deadline acquisition, and they don't let their young players grow or they just get those little additions instead of the big ones. Because what is it? I, I I know I'm a broken record saying this. The last time a team that got the quote-unquote big fish, I don't remember the last time they won a cup, but in the last 10 years, it wasn't a lot. And the Rangers now being forced to play the kids to get those players like Gustafson, great addition. You actually have a second puck moving defenseman. You have that an actual functional fourth line. I, I think just those little additions and the changing coach, obviously, and the assistant coaches are great. I think those little additions, people underestimate how big of a how big of a dynamic change it'll be. And Could I, I I think that actually will make a bigger difference than any one-off big acquisition they would have made. Yeah, it's not about a one-off big acquisition. It's more that, in my eyes, my view, the likely top line is still a top line that is going to struggle 5v5 because they never have. I don't think I don't think throwing Kako on the first line, I don't think Kako's at Prider is necessarily like a slam dunk. This is a team that's going to generate 5v5 five five offense. Maybe they can. Maybe they will. I hope that, they do. That was the only one, that was the only line that did was the – yeah, Critters of Benajet Kako. I obviously yeah. everyone everyone for like uh, three had, yeah. But to be fair, what what system were they playing in? Did they even know? Did the coach even know? Yeah, I mean there is that, but also it's just like those guys really need somebody that drives offense, you know. And I just don't think that they. I, I don't think Kako is necessarily going to be the one. I mean, maybe he will. Maybe he will, and I hope he does. I just don't think that that line necessarily is is going to be. The problems that we had last year, unless players like, we've said this before, but Hedl, Lafreniere, and Kako, 
if they don't drive offense, if they don't start putting the puck in the net, then we're once again a talented team that can hang with anybody but can't generate enough offense to actually win enough games and, and win them in succession. Oh, this, this absolutely relies on the kids. The Rangers' big quote-unquote acquisition is the range, is the kids getting better. That's it. That's it. I mean, it's, it's what the whole season's down to. So – my confidence is that, like, you know, like, Heedle, again, I think Heedle is is a he's very talented player. Um, but, like, likely, I think at this point, like, uh, like what, what is this, his fifth season going in now? I think I saw something saying that he was, like, the third longest tenure. Is it, I, it's not six. I haven't – is it? I mean, listen, I, I think Kako's going to break out. Lafreniere is is another thing. First of all, we got to see how his skating is to begin with coming back. Yeah, this and... is his sixth, his sixth full season that he's going into. That's crazy. Yeah, he, I mean, he's already been here for six years, but he was only, only played nine games for sure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, obviously he pumped in a lot more goals last year. Like, you hope that he's able to keep that going. But, like, do I think – you know, Heedle's all of a sudden going to become like a 35 goal goal scorer. No, probably not. He's probably going to be a streaky kind of guy. You know, I think that's thanks what what he is is like he's he's very talented. He can score great goals. if they yeah. just used him yeah. as a two C for once with Panarin and see how that goes. That, that yeah, maybe 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 you know maybe that's something, and then that unlocks. But you, you know, know what the you know what the annoying thing is. You could always just switch back. So like in the beginning of the season, that's the best time to try stuff, why don't you try it, right? Why don't you try yeah. Miller with Fox? Why don't you try Hito on the second line? That is when you're going to have to, you know, test stuff out because you're not going to get that opportunity later on. Yeah, I, and, and I would agree with that too. Like there's, we might as well find out if Hito, I mean, obviously he took a big step forward last season in terms of goal scoring. Um, there's, I don't think there's any reason to not have him try out in that position on the second line. Um, whether they do or not, I guess what remains to be seen. Um, oh, it's not gonna happen. Does, I don't see it happening. When does, when does camp start? Camp starts, I believe, the 21st, if I'm not mistaken. I, I, I gotta look it up. Uh, I know there's a tournament the 15th, uh, 14th, 15th, or the 15th and 16th, um, like a prospect tournament. Oh, yeah, I always remember watching that. That is always where that's always where I find I feel like the biggest degenerate. Like of, see, uh, like people say, preseason, see, people say there's no point in preseason, but like for us fans, it's like we needed this. We needed something. Oh. It's been oh, months. I don't care if the games don't matter. Oh, it doesn't matter. I can't I, I, wait. I, I, oh, I get so excited. I'm still hyped for it. I can't wait for preseason. But no, but that prospect tournament, they usually have like they usually have like a low line camera, like somebody, yeah. I, I, like an iPad up in the middle of the ring. And there's no announcers, of course. No one's commentating at all, which, like, which sucked because we played last year. I think it was last year. Didn't we play two games with Philly, wasn't it? Yeah. And then when it was their feed, they actually had announcers. And I was like – I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, why can't we have announcers? Because it's a lot harder, especially with the angle that it's on. I'm like, wait, what jersey number was that? Who was that? Who was that again? Like, you know – I was like, do you care at that point? Don't you just want to watch something? I just want to exactly, but that's what makes me feel like the biggest degenerate New York Rangers fan is when I'm watching every year when I watch that terrible feed from the prospect tournament. I'm like, this doesn't matter. Maybe one of these guys plays on the team this year. 
um, maybe two, you know, but yet here I am just still so excited that there's people in New York Rangers jerseys playing hockey because that's really what it is. They're not the New York Rangers playing. It's people when the the Rangers played in that um, charity game in Connecticut a couple of weeks ago, like when they were shooting out content from that, like I was just, I was that desperate. I looked at every little thing because my gosh, it has been way too long. Way, way, way too long. And I, and I, I, I would love to be able to start commenting on how players are playing and, and what it looks like. And, you know, what Laviolette looks like, yeah, let's, let's, let's go, let's go already. Um, So yeah, I'm, I'm, Massively looking forward to it. Not super optimistic overall about the year, but you know we have a chance. You know, and and yeah, we'll find out very soon. I mean, if the kids don't take the next step, it's going to be another year like last year where we're like good, not great, and we'll get into the playoffs, and then we'll lose to a better team. I think the the, the floor is is like may is is making the playoffs okay, because you have Shostakin. That alone, you're gonna be you know. Just again, there. there's, there's, and there's enough talent, and our power play is still going to be absolutely lights out, and we still have Adam Fox, and we have a better, you know, I, I expect Key to play better. Gustafson is a big addition too. So yeah, like I, I think this team is is sound, and this team will make playoffs. Going back, by the way, to the uh, what you mentioned before, the Criders Benajak Kaka line. I mean, that line for a stretch, people forget they were a nightmare possession wise. Like they were the one five e five possession wise. Okay, but you have problems 5v5, and that's the one line that's actually possession-wise doing well 5v5. You, you, you put that together, and you possession, hope to God yeah, the well, rest of the world. You know, you know it's, it's the same way I feel about people when they try to defend Lafreniere by talking about his even strength goals and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, 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 fuck that. I, I, I don't – at some point, I stop caring about the stats that and, and don't we've actually been, we've matter. And we've been the biggest Lafreniere defenders last year. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to hit on the kid, but the kid's done the kid has done nothing. I, I, I don't think he's working hard enough. I don't think he's talented enough. And I think he's gonna be a middling sort of player. I hope to God I'm wrong about that. I hope in two months I'm like, oh my God, I should have not, I should have held out the last hope. But I mean, here's the real thing. I, I, I feel like, man, he has six weeks. And if he's still doing the same thing he, that he's been doing this whole time, this whole entire fan base will turn on him so hard. And I'll be le- I'll be leading the charge. How many points does he need to get in order for you to be content with it? I'm not saying like 80 this points. Year? But I, yeah. I'm not saying like 80 points, like total breakout. How many points minimum does he need to get in order for you to say, okay, you know, maybe we have something here. I'm encouraged by this, yada, 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 et cetera. To be encouraged by it? I, I I don't know. Like, where you don't think like he's nothing more than a third liner. Like he's gotta throw he's gotta throw up what, I don't know, 65 points then. He needs the time though. He and, and I'm not I'm not arguing with Lafreniere, even though Lafreniere got 40 points, it always felt like he was the receiver on every play. It didn't think like it, it didn't seem like he actually brought anything on those plays. He no. Was, and on the kid line, it seemed like he was the passenger. I mean, sure, on the kid line, there were some times he was playing great, but it always seemed like he was the third person. He was the passenger. Even on the kid line, I felt like he was the third guy. I like though how he played on the Panarin Trocheck line for a bit. For a bit, he 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 was playing pretty well. Hey, listen, I I get it. I get everyone's you know not confident about Lafreniere, and I get it. 
But oh. remember, we are dealing with the New York Rangers organization that have been known to not develop prospects properly. He has not gotten a lot of you know opportunities. Like, In fact, like, like, like if he was a genuine, if he was a genuine talent, a genuine star, you know, like those guys, they, they, they've still been able to prosper in our system with even with everything no. else. What What do you mean? Besides I mean, you're why, the, why Why do you get to exclude defensemen? Well, well, no, because their their problem is with forwards, not defensemen. But it's still the same that like you have talent coming in. And I'm, I'm, I don't. I, You're I gotta tell me there's a coincidence long. that forwards aren't doing well, but defensemen are. No, yeah, yeah. I, 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 well, for one, I mean, we're talking about two defensemen. One's a generational talent. The other one, we're hoping, you know. Listen, I'm not saying Lafreniere shouldn't be better. He should be better than he is right now, even with the time, uh, the opportunities he had. He's had more. He's had, he's had, the only thing he hasn't gotten that other people do is he hasn't gotten very much power play time. But you know what? It's pretty tough for him to get power play time when he fucking can't do anything on the ice at any given point. And we have guys that can absolutely light it up on the power play. But isn't that the whole point is not necessarily for them to be on those top lines or the biggest opportunities because you think right out of the gate they're going to produce. And it's more of you put them in the position where they learn and grow and succeed. I mean, yeah, there's an argument to be made there too. But there's also then the counter argument to that is that like, Shouldn't they also show something in order to? Oh, no, no, that, that that I agree with. He should be showing something, but I'm just saying there is so much on the other side with the like to me, like like Kako, even though he's not producing, like he's he's shown me enough to be like, yeah, I think he deserves some power play time. Even Heedle in his time here has shown me enough talent and flashes where I'm like, okay, I understand what he would do on a power play in order to be able to be given an opportunity to do that. I don't feel like that's true for Lafreniere. What does he do? What does he do well? Exactly. You can't I, say No, no, no. I, I, I agree with that. I There's agree with that. But I am just well. saying, I am just saying there is so much on the other side of things with the development, with, you know, he has the lowest time on ice amongst, you know, first overall picks since I, I don't even know what. But you take all of Some that. Of first overall picks are going to a, a straight, a straight. Exactly my people. point. They have opportunities right out of the gate. So like, how do you know? And listen, listen his skating is abysmal. And that is the one thing you got to hope that he worked on in the offseason because he, he, he doesn't really have that great of a shot. His vision hasn't been able to be able to do a whole lot. Hasn't cool. Is all that – hold on, hold on, hold on. Is the passing, the shooting, is all that maybe a problem because he doesn't have the time and space to do what he's good at because he's not fast enough well, certainly, to create certainly, that certainly, space? Certainly that would help him. But there are also – there. let's not – let's be real here. There are plenty of players who didn't have wheels that were still excellent playmakers – I mean, good Christ! I think you could you, you could put Yarmer Yager on this team today, and he is going to show more playmaking ability and drive more offense than Lafreniere will. That guy can't skate. I can skate faster than Yarmer Yager right now. So yeah, that stuff will help, but that's not a complete carte blanche excuse for for him not being able to do it because there's a lot of guys that don't have wheels that are able to do that. I mean. Just even on our own team, Panarin isn't super fast, you know, like he doesn't have great wheels on him. I think he's a good skater. For sure, he's a great skater, but he's not fast. But he's still able to make space for him to make plays because he has great hockey IQ and he has great vision. He has great passing skills. So that's what I mean is that I, I think, well, yes, being faster would give him more space and more time to do those things. But if he truly had, like he was built to have, a truly elite hockey IQ and a truly elite playmaking ability, which was what he was billed as, 
I think we would have seen a lot more of that, even with not having the time that he's Oh, yeah, had. no, you would have seen the sparks. You would have seen something. And I, and I totally got that. But I'm just saying is that he's still how old? I don't know. He's like 40 now. He's been playing him for like 22 years. I don't know if he's going to put okay, it You, you got the point. And I, and I, I like the assistant coach adjust, uh, additions. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> so 60, 60, 65 points for you. That, that's the uh, That's the minimum. I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, that's a pull that out of my what, what if he scored, say, what if he scored 55 points, right? But majority of those plays, he's the one that created those, those and opportunities. What if, and what if water tasted like Coca-Cola? I'm, I'm just saying, I'm like, there are scenarios where he doesn't hit 65 points where you might be content. Well, content with what? Content with the, the, you're going into the, at the, at the end of the season, whatever happens in the playoffs, at the end of the season, the offseason next year, you're thinking that we have still have something here. Boy, that's a good question. I honestly don't know. I, I, you know, like what, what, I mean, what are we hoping for? We, uh, is it that we're hoping for that, that he can be a contributing middle six winger? Or are we still hoping that, that if he's not a star, that he might still be a very good NHL top six guy? I, so I, I just want him. I just want him to actually initiate on plays. I want him to be productive in some way within the play, not be the recipient of every single goal. Yeah, I I, I get that, but yeah, sure. He had those two. At a certain point, you got to. At some point, you just got to produce, regardless. You know, like I'm not saying it's over for him this year. You know, like if he doesn't hit 65 points or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I'd love to see him playing better and generating offense in 55 points while being a primary contributing factor would make me feel a lot better about Lafreniere going forward. Sure. I guess it depends on like, where, where are we taking this from? Are we taking it from now where it's like, Hey, can we get a first round pick a late first round pick for him? Then, then sure. That would be great. You know, or if, are we coming from first overall draft status? Cause then 55 points in his fourth year, is still going to make me feel pretty goddamn disappointed. So it, it depends on what direction you're coming at it from. From the current, I'm a guy that's that that is barely a half point a game player. Then, then sure, that would be encouraging. I mean, I know. I just want to see somebody, I, that, I want to see somebody that looks good. You want someone that actually does something during the play, not the guy that tips it in or jams in the rebound, something like something actually that shows he's different than the average or below average player. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, like if, if he was a late second round pick that came in, like, I think he'd be vying for a spot right now. Don't you think? Like he'd be like, Oh, no, we'll, cause he scored 40. We'll, we'll put him on. We'll put him on the third, fourth line. Maybe. If you take out first overall status, He's on the third line. He scored 40 points. Like I get he's disappointing, but in the end at the end of the day, he did score 40 points. He's got to be that third line. 39, but sure. Really? Yeah, it was 39. Oh, was it actually? Yeah. I give him credit. He stays healthy. <laughs> that's, that's the highest compliment <laughs> I can pay to him. Is that he, he's he's tough. Doesn't get well, hurt. No, I don't know. The way you like jinxed every single ranger a few weeks ago. The whole, oh yeah, the whole lineup's gonna be injured by the time opening night. 
comes yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Lafreniere will be our first line. Oh, there we go. Yeah, because because everyone's going down this year. Like, well, I, I just it. feel like I just feel like, dude, we've like the last three years we've had like no extended major injuries. Like it's been like we've been like the healthiest. You're team you're ever. asking something to happen. You're asking for something to happen. You are asking for something. I just think it's. I just think it's gonna. You're you're one hundred percent asking for something to happen. But I I know everyone says it every single year. I'm not talking about Lafreniere right now. I think Kako's Kapokako is gonna break out. I mean, I, I know we say it every year, but honestly, like he gets better and better and better. And the one thing that's like you know frustrating, he just doesn't finish. But that's everything, man. That's so. I mean, there are so course, many. Oh players. no, that is everything. There are but so I'm saying many is... players in the league. It's like it's like such an old guy thing, where like I find that there are so few players in the league that can consistently put the puck in the net, and yet so many old guys love you know the grit and sandpaper guys, and they love they love these you know two way players, responsible defense, you know defensive people. And then, like, when there's guys that are just, like, great pure goal scorers, they're like, eh, yeah, he's good, but I don't know. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, this is everything. And it's so rare to have somebody that is a true finisher. And to me, it's like sometimes guys put it together, but it's it's almost just like this killer instinct that they either have or they don't have. And I, 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 I don't know. I, I guess Kako has improved a lot he has on everything else i just don't know whether he actually has that killer goal scoring instinct or not and for him to break out he's going to need to be somebody that shoots first and and can bury it and i don't know if he i don't know if he's that guy or not he might just be a possession monster winger that that pairs well with you know a playmaker and, and a shooter he's he's had a few incredible snipes i mean he has shown he could shoot really well oh he doesn't have a bad shot no it's but there's a lot of guys that have great shots that aren't great goals right. I mean, brandon perry remember him remember brandon perry yeah How many goals sure. did he have like in the beginning of the season like with the rangers i think he had like eight in the first two months i, I, I don't remember that was ridiculous yeah i mean it's it's a real thing it's very much a real thing but yeah, yeah i get I, it there's that killer instinct but you could see it happening just based on his projection. I can see, I'm not saying it won't better. happen. Yes. Yes. I'm not saying it won't like happen. We're not talking about Lafreniere now where, and I, I'm not saying you think it won't happen or whatever it is, but you can see that with the projection where he's going to and getting better and better, that could be the next domino to fall. Let me ask you this. For this season, who do you predict one, two, three, the most goals scored between the kids? So you gotta you gotta take into account Heedle's ten goals in ten games. He always does. He always like has five goals in five games or seven yeah, goals in seven games. He's, he always does that one. You gotta take that into account. So like I'm wondering if is that gonna be at the end of the season? Because that that could be the the difference. I'm gonna assume for this Heedle's gonna be on the third line. I don't I don't see the reality that they're even gonna attempt the second line. If you don't like it, you don't like it. At least try it though. Um, I'm going Kako Heedle Lafreniere. Wow. Okay. See, to me, it's it's Heedle for sure, then Kako, then Lafreniere. Although, if him and Blake Wheeler gain some chemistry, though. I think Wheels that, that is, is tricky. the most ironic you're either You're to. either defending on a Kako breakout or... I, I guess it really depends on how big that goal streak is for Heedle. I, I still think he just buries. I think he buries more. How many? How many total? 
you know, honestly, I, as as down as I am on 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 a lot of things right now, I I, I still have a belief in Heedle. I feel like I feel like the, the the streaks are getting longer that he's been putting together. Um, he's more he's more consistently a threat now. Um, and I'll tell you why. Late last year, I saw him do something that I'd never seen him do before, where he was beaver tapping, where he was calling for the puck. And he's like, give me the puck. I want it. And he wanted to fire it off. And he did. He actually scored a goal after doing that one time as well. I'd never seen him do that before where he was like, no, give me the puck. I got this. Um, so I think if of the three, if I was truly saying who of the three has the best chance of having a, a true breakout year, I think it's Heedle all the way. You got, really take in, you got to take into account who's going to most likely have the most opportunities. It's Kako. He's going to be on the top one. Probably. I, I do think they give Heedle a shot at 2C, though. I really do. And you know, it doesn't honestly. It doesn't really matter because what really is going to matter for that, for terms of production, isn't going to be Kako's on the first line and Hedo's maybe centering the third. I, that doesn't really matter. But Hedo has now, and I'm not saying he's the Blake Wheeler of old, but he has a you know a proper third line right wing. Yeah, no, for sure. To the to the point that I was trying to make is that I, I think that. I think that it doesn't really matter whether you play the first or the third line for production in terms of Hedl versus Kako. It's going to depend on is Hedl going to get the same or similar amount of power play time that Kako does. And if that's true, then I think Hedl definitely outscores him. That's, I mean, that's my gun instinct there. I don't think the ice time between first and third, it's not all that great. Their even strength time should be about the same. Um, coaches have different uh sure but 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 lovely. he's gonna he's gonna be running three offensive lines i mean the team is talented enough and deep enough where he's gonna be running one two three like there it's I, there's not gonna be a drastic time of ice difference between needle and Kako even strength i really don't think there will be so it, it really depends on whether or not also here's the thing when fox wasn't on the ice and one of the lines was out there obviously they're not producing as much but it's not like as much they straight up do not have a puck moving defenseman with them. And it, it just, how are they breaking it out? Listen, the forwards were also at fault. Uh, actually, there, I'd say the whole system's at fault, but there wasn't a system to begin with. But that puck moving defenseman really changes things. Yeah, it, de- I mean, it definitely definitely could help them out. That's for sure. So if you have Gustafson now helping out, and now yeah. you have a more balance, and also you don't have to throw everything on Fox, where you like base practically run him into the ground. Yeah. That's that's why like the Rangers, they always take the shortcut. They always get the big players. They always like look, look at two years ago. Did they get the big fish? No. Now Cobb is a pretty solid addition, yes, but they didn't get the big player. They got the players that fit. That was it. They yeah. didn't get the one just for the sake of they're good. Just get them, right? Yeah. And that worked out. And that seems to work out with every Stanley Cup championship team. Colorado with Lechtenin. I'm I'm blanking right now because I'm not. But the, the point is, you look at every Stanley Cup champion every single year. They had one of those players. They had a few of those either death players or, you know, not over the top superstars. Right? They could be top yeah. six, but. And I I think now that they're forced to do that. I think that's in a way much better than yeah getting that big acquisition. Yeah, no, I, I I agree with that. I do. I agree with that. And hopefully, hopefully it does all work out. Um, and I'm very excited to see it. 
I can't wait to have actual stuff to talk about instead of more bitching about Lafreniere and everything. But uh, yeah. Um, By the way, Hayek, the Hayek bet when we play Pittsburgh. He's not going to be on the team. I'm telling you. Be on he's the team. not. I'll 100%. make you a hundred percent. He's not even on the team. He's 100% going to be on the team. This, he's going a, to be on the team. He's, he's going not to be on the team. He's, not. he's scoring. Not only is he scoring once, he's scoring a hat trick. Okay. No. You watch it. He's scoring no. two goals in regulation Absolutely and the overtime not. game winner. And you're going to hear Sam Rosen speak no. about him like the former Ranger. And then Joe's going to come in and say something. And then Sam Rosen's going to interrupt and say, <laughs> What a That's, shot by Libor no, Hayek. No. It's going to happen. No, this is gambler fallacy stuff right here. It's not going to happen. Um, I, I I'm telling you for sure he's not making the team, but um, but yeah, Libor um, Hayek, Eric Carlson, pairing. it's not happening. There's the Rangers. It's not That's happening. A nightmare. If it does, That's it's a not nightmare. Happening. It's not happening. That is but, an absolute nightmare. Anyway, uh, I got to run. My computer's about to restart itself. It's a super annoying thing that it does, but I know it's about to restart. Go Rangers! Can't wait to be back, and uh, and hopefully I'm wrong about everything. We we do we do also though have a, a special announcement in like a week or two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that'll be fun too. No, I'm I'm looking forward to everything. Um <laughs> that was with a lot of enthusiasm. <laughs> this DoorDash guy is driving all around the block the wrong way. Uh, all right.